Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Rosemary. You're supposed to say, no, you're supposed to say, I'm Beatrice. Oh, I'm Beatrice. Hi. We're Rosemary and Beatrice McCabe, and this is Not Without My Sister. Today, I'd like to talk about the fact that my nine-year-old, my nine-year-old stepson came home from school the other day and said, to his seven-year-old brother, actually, he said, I was just eavesdropping. He goes, did you know there's a podcast player on your iPad? So obviously my ears perked up because I was like, podcast? And he goes, yeah, I was in the other room. Yeah, I found, I found Rosie's podcast and I listened to an episode. Now, for context for all the listeners out there, this nine-year-old is quite innocent. Like, I remember when Nash was eight or nine, I called him and I said, um, sorry, I remember when Nash was eight or nine, I was on Skype to him and he told me he'd lost a tooth. And I said, and, and did the tooth fairy come? And Nash goes, oh, the tooth fairy is a punk story, right? That is not this nine-year-old. So I suddenly started going through, oh my God, what episode did you listen to? Was it the one where I explained what a fluffer was? Was it the one where I talked about my ex-boyfriend putting his thumb in my bum? Which oh my episode God. Was- Beatrice, there are so many bad ones. So I literally was like... You were just thinking to yourself, I wish I'd listened to mom and actually behaved (laughs) appropriately all these years. So anyway, I then had to go, okay, you know, thank you so much for listening to it. I appreciate your support. I mean, you know, I'm sure he's like, what? I was like, I appreciate your support, but that's not really suitable for you. So I don't think you should be listening to it. And then I turned to Brandon and I'm like, is there no way of putting like a control to make sure that they can't listen to unsuitable podcasts? Because I was suddenly like, what other podcasts are you listening to? This is, is there no way of putting a control? This is what mom has been saying. Yes, there's a way of putting a control, Rosemary. You censor what you're saying and you think about being a little bit more moderate in your topics. Anyway, anyway, this got me thinking. That's probably the first time that I've heard somebody, I've heard of somebody listening to the podcast and I've thought, oh God, I really don't want them to listen to it. But there've been loads of times that I've thought, I really do want this person to listen. And when I tell you who my number one person that I want to have listened to every single episode of the podcast is, not that I'm obsessed with this or in any way holding a grudge. 
Game of Thrones guy. What do you mean? You mean the actual actor or the guy who almost no, dated I, you and didn't? Excuse me, we did go on one excellent date. That guy, the guy that I went on the date with, I want him to have listened to the podcast, right? And thought what? I will finish now. I want him to have listened to the podcast. I want him to have heard me telling the story about how we went to this great date and he called me and he texted me and told me I was great and then ghosted me. And I want him to think, shame on me. On him. Or he'll listen to it and he'll think, Jesus, so interesting the way two people can have such a different interpretation of the same event. Yes. And then he'll think, and her interpretation was correct. And I'm mad. That's what I want. Hmm. But you sometimes tell me that like somebody says, oh my God, sorry. You know who actually I should be doing this episode with? Mom. Mom recently told me somebody came up to her in a cafe and said, you're Rosemary McKay's mom. I listened to, to, to her podcast. And mom was, I was mortified. I was just thinking all the things that you've said about me that this person now has heard on the podcast. Oh, that's not quite how she told me the story. Similarly to Game of Thrones, different recollection. It's a bit like sliding doors. Do you want to know what she said to me? Go on. She said, oh, I met somebody. Somebody came up to me in a restaurant and said, you must be Rosemary McCabe's mother. You couldn't deny her. I was disgusted. And she left it there. She and did I, not I, say disgusted. Yes, she did. Weapon. She did. And I interpreted it as like, I don't want to be facially distinguishable. Can mom open your phone with face, whatever it's called? No, she can't. Listen, she wouldn't know how. No, all she has to do is look at it. <laughs> no, for no, God's she can't. sake. No, no. I no, bet no. she can. We'll see when she comes when she comes over here, I'm gonna give her a big wig and see if she can open it. <laughs> <laughs> she don't have as much hair anymore either after it's all falling out, so maybe a small wig. <laughs> oh my god, I was just I just had a shower and I was just disgustingly showing Brandon all the hair that fell out after the shower, and I was like, this is not normal. Why am I still losing so much hair? Your house is like a sin palace. It's so Oh my god, it's like a sex sexy. club, Beatrice. Oh my my god. There's fucking clumps of hair everywhere in the sex swing in the basement. Now, tell me, who who has said to you, Oh, I listened to the podcast and have you been mortified? And like like who would you hate to listen to it? Do you know what I mean? Nobody rosemary. Unlike that account, that thing that you posted on Instagram yesterday saying if your partner is racist, you're racist. I always go along the lines of which I don't disagree with entirely, but I go along, I'm not account, I'm not responsible for other people's actions. So when somebody says, I've listened to your podcast, I go, poor Rosemary. But I feel good. Sorry, do you not think about you crying on the street after that guy who dumped you in Italy? That's embarrassing. No, that's it's pretty embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's been there. Mm. I think he should think back and go like, I was an absolute knob for dumping her A on the street and then trying to get back to her, back together with her in my kitchen over a, a cheap bowl of pasta. Do you think the minute you started crying, he was like, good decision? Oh my God, 100%. Himself, like, sure, I mean, the minute I started crying, I was like, this is a good decision he made for him. Oh God. Not for me. The, the more I thought about that, the more embarrassed I got and the more annoyed, like the more embarrassed he got, the more I cried, the louder I cried, the more raucous my cries became. Oh God, <laughs> stop. It's actually too embarrassing. I, I mean, mean I wasn't listen, even I've wearing like... Well, except I wasn't crying. I was just going... Come on, you know, you know, you want to, you know, you don't want to break up. I was basically no, Rob. I was, I was the Robin Thicke of dating. Oh, no, what's the one where you were, when you said, "Isn't it great?" What was it you said? Like it was the same guy. It was the same guy. It was like, like weeks later after he finally was like ground down by my advances, and the two of us were really drunk. We went home together, and I went, "See, we could have been doing this all along." 
And he looked terrified. Well, he's probably also, I have been doing it all along, just not with you. That is mean. I was saving myself for him and I thought he was saving himself for me because he'd given Mm. me the whole like work is just getting really busy. I don't have time for a relationship. And I was like, poor him. He really wants to be with me, but he can't. Do you know what? You know, now that that actually is like giving me, that's triggering me now, Rosemary. That work is really busy. I have heard that so many times and I always was like, this seems like an excuse. It seems like he's just not that into you. We should literally write a list of things that mean I'm not into you. That's one of them. Work is triggering. I'll tell you the other one. As this guy played the guitar down the phone to me. My cat is sick. It's definitely, I'm just not that into you. Maybe that's this episode. Because I don't feel like you have a lot to say about the people who you do or do, oh. don't want to listen to the podcast. Okay, well, what else? I was going to listen to you. I was going to listen to you telling me who else you'd, who else you'd like. Who have, you have on a seemingly long list of people you want, <laughs> these ear holes you want to commandeer. Basically people that I'm holding grudges against. Oh, sorry. Speaking of grudges, Beatrice, somebody commented on my Instagram today. Let me actually read it to you. I really admire people who are able to hold a grudge for a long time, I have to say. Do you know what? So, you you are able to. Do you know what I'd like now? I'd like Drew Barrymore to listen to our podcast and be like, God, these girls are great. And I'd like to start a TV show with the two of them. And then we could sally forth into the distance and be super famous and relaxed and not work very hard. It's actually probably really hard to have a TV show. I think actually you wouldn't want Drew Barrymore. She's not going to give us a TV show because she's like holding on to her own TV show. We want some like Hollywood producer. to like. She wouldn't be giving us a TV show. We'd be competition for her. No, no, no. We would join her TV show and it becomes the three she of us. She doesn't want anyone to join her TV show. It'd be anyway, that'd be Drew... too confusing for viewers because they wouldn't be able to tell us apart. Me and Drew, not me and you. <laughs> It'd be Drew B. Rowe. Rowe B. Drew. I love that. and I. But I feel like her show, although I've never watched it and I find her annoying with her like over... I'd be We're never getting one. on a show now, Beatrice. You'd be this... No, no, no. I mean, I, I just... I, I'd be a bit embarrassed because I'm more reserved than that. You'd be to, You'd be the sex segment. Be like, listen, I've got a lot of advice to give. I haven't had a lot of experience myself, but I've got a lot of thoughts on your sex life. Excuse me. A, there's more to me than sex. And B, I actually have a, a medium, a moderate amount of experience. I mean, listen to this, right? It's so, just very mis- It's just very missionary. If they were to talk about anything outside of like regular monogamous relationships, you'd be like, sorry, excuse me. I was a great fan of reverse cowgirl. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Reverse cowgirl gave me a break. Mom, is this this Patreon or is this the main episode? This is Patreon, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I I oh. almost had a threesome once. Almost being the operative word. That's my point. What, well, what do you mean you because, almost had a threesome? Because Please, the third pray, person pray fell asleep. What? <laughs> it was that exciting. Is this a joke? No, no, no. no but they might be listening, so I'll have to tell you about it another time. Anyway, listen. What? So the other day I put up a thing on Instagram that I was basically like, you know what? If you have a content creator who you like, why don't you send them a message tell them how much you like them? Because people get a lot of shit and, you know, it's nice to blah, blah, blah. After you and I were talking about how people I know, are much I more likely you, to leave a bad review. Yeah, I sent you a message. Yeah. I said, I loved you and you're really talented. Oh, yeah, really annoying. So anyway, this guy today commented on it and said, it's ironic you asking people to send a nice comment to bloggers. When I sent you a nice message about your hairstyle three years ago, you were doing a video outside a Dublin hotel and without mentioning my name told me to fuck off, but it's F asterisk asterisk K off. I was so shocked and upset and I was only being genuinely nice. Three years ago, Beatrice. So then I was like, what is he talking about? So I responded to it and I was like, I'm really sorry. That doesn't really sound like me. Like, I don't, I don't remember that at all, but I, you know, I, I, I apologize. That sounds rude, right? Then I go into our messages between each other and I realize... 
that he responded to the story I had put up right before this. And so when you go into your message, you can see stories you put up three years ago if somebody responded to it. So I saw the story and it's basically, I say, oh my God, speaking of my hair, I got, <laughs> I got a message from a guy the other day saying, you're always giving out about your hair. Why don't you just try out a few new hairstyles and try to enjoy it? And I say, hey, so, on, so I'm telling on. this. Can I say something? What? Can I say something? I realized recently that when I read things out, I give them very like I give them very slanted inflections, depending on what I believe to be the intention of the writer or reader or individual. Right. Texter. So in your case as well, you're saying, why don't you try to do something nice? What if the what if the tone was actually you're always giving out about your hair? Why don't you try and do something nice with your hair? You know what? Let me actually play you the story. Right. Where <laughs> this is me making him very genuinely upset and shocked right this is bitch. this is the clip you'll hear it now right are you ready bitch wash my hair six, it's looking quite nice hang on hang on okay i wasn't gonna wash my hair six, it's looking quite nice and then i was like fuck it i'll wet it down and it looked better before so that's my side of my hair today i got a comment on one of my photos yesterday from a guy going you go on about your hair an awful lot just relax play around with new styles like fuck off so that was me telling her to fuck off and he's so shocked and genuinely upset Three years ago, and he remembers it to this day. Honestly, you know, sometimes that the oh, sometimes the things that you do do have like, or that you say do have like an unwittingly large impact. But I mean, it was a bit unnecessary. Why don't you play around with your hair and like just enjoy yourself? Why did you say fuck off? Why did you feel the need to tell him to fuck off? Because a man sliding into my DMs unsolicited to say, "You're complaining about this a lot. Try to relax. Use the word relax, Beatrice, and enjoy yourself." Fuck off is right. Oh, I'd I say didn't know. Again. I thought he sounded, I thought he sounded quite nice. Sorry. Different now when my boyfriend told me the back of my hair was very flat compared to the front of the curls and I should try his mousse, judgmentally <laughs> having criticised everything that we had done for the entire day, despite the fact that I drove him all the way up to Belfast and back. Do you, like, would you like him to have listened to the podcast or not? Do you care? Could care less. Oh, like, you're such a bigger person than I am. I'd love him to have listened to it and be like, God, I was mad. And it's mad that I brought that big hunk of meat as well. Oh, I guarantee you. He is thinking. She needed the moose. She needed the help. She did not understand. She was lucky that I was there to give her the advice. Oh, my God. Imagine if Ceramic Santa listened. Again, Rosemary, people don't ever actually feel accountable for the things they would. They, it would literally be total revisionist history. Oh, I yeah. Sorry, sorry. Her the ceramic. To she jumped total, in my total car. Total gaslighting. It'd be like that. That little Irish whore came home with me of her own volition. I just thought she looked nice in those poochy pants. Quite tall compared to him. So that big Irish whore, more like. Oh, he was very petite. Okay, so what else do you think means he's just not that into you? Do you remember the I mean, time that I... Oh, go. No, you answer your own question. Go ahead. No, no. Beatrice, you tell me. Tell me what you're going to say there. I'll tell you. Somebody not answering your texts for three days in a row does not mean he is waiting for you to text him again. Oh, no. It really, really doesn't. It doesn't mean he's busy. It doesn't mean his dog no. is like at the vet. It doesn't mean he's had a no. terrible time at work. It means he's just not that into you. It I was going to say... He has not. He could not be bothered moving not even his hand his fingers over the keypad his thumb i once went on a date with a guy uh, read all about it in my upcoming book uh, july 2023 do you remember that guy that i went over to his house and i had dinner and then i was like trying to kind of 
anyway, it felt really awkward. And as I was leaving, he said, by the way, I have a really busy couple of days at work coming up. So don't expect to hear from me for a while. And I was like, grand, like, great. I don't want to hear from you ever again. And then he texted me the next day. And I was like, I thought I wasn't going to hear from you. He was like, yeah, I was trying to play hard to get. That's very unusual though. Because usually when they say I'm busy with work and you won't hear from me, they're not interested. Interesting that that was actually his way of playing hard to get. Like obviously such a, such a, an understood bro code. I'm not into you. And we're all like, he's busy. He's busy at work. He's got a lot of meetings. Oh. I mean, he was such an agent though. <laughs> I thought like, you liked him. No, no, no. That's the guy. No, no. This is the guy that I didn't like. Remember he invited me over to his house for dinner and he cooked a really, really well done steak. And then we sat on the couch and watched a movie and he put his hand on my leg and just like made little concentric circles with his thumb for about an hour. And then he was like, will we take this into the bedroom? And I just didn't know how to say no. So I was like, okay. What? So you went? Yeah. And then we had sex and then I was like, I'm going home. And then I called a taxi, went home and he was like, you won't hear from me for a while. <laughs> He's like, you won't hear from me for a while till you get home. I presume, oh I presume you read all about this in my book that you finished reading and, and loved and have a lot of great things to I say about. I did love it. I did love it. You don't need my feedback. It's finished being edited. I'm going to buy multiple copies and gift them to everybody next Christmas. Oh, please don't. Only people what? I don't know. Everybody. Everybody in the office. Oh my God. Roseanne told me, Roseanne, our cousin, who's coming to visit us in Fort Wayne tomorrow, told me that she won't be reading it. Because she was like, she was like, it's so cringe reading about people you know having sex. What? Uh, oh. Listen, there is nothing in that book that she hasn't already heard on this podcast. Okay, so who would you like to read your book? Everybody who's mentioned in it. Actually, when I was home a couple of weeks ago, I met a friend of mine who was like, oh my God, you know, such and such. I can't actually remember what name I gave him in the book, so I can't even tell you. Like, I can't even use a fake name. But she said, you know, such and such is in a group like with another friend of ours. And she said to him, oh, are you nervous about Rosemary's book? And he didn't know anything about it. And he was like, what? And then the next week when she saw him, he was like, so tell me more, like, well, like what's, what's in this book? Am I like, you know, what does it say? <laughs> and so I, I can't you, wait for him to read it. He is, he is the thumb and bum guy. <laughs> oh my God. Have you ever been in anybody else's book? Not that I know of. I mean, not that it makes Doubtful. a single bit of difference. Nobody could ever reveal anything about you that has not already been revealed in the tabloids. You're famous, sure, in Ireland. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I love how you had to say in Ireland at the end of that. That was bitchy. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean that at all. Okay, so tell me, who else would you like to listen to the podcast? Um, I mean, honestly, I'd like everybody to be listening to the podcast and I would have loads of listeners. Well, yes, I'd like everybody to be listening to the podcast, but like specifically, I would like my ex... I mean, it's all about, why is it all about men with me? I was just about to say I that. Are there any women? I see it in your face. No, there are no women in my life and they're not important. Only <laughs> men are important. Only men oh. who may have once or may once desire me are important. I'd like Stella McCartney. I'd like Stella McCartney to listen to it and be like, you see, Beatrice, we like, for what? sure have an episode where we've flagged off how she painted those rocks. So Stella McCartney is not giving you a job. <laughs> thinking about those rocks i think she came to mind today because i saw she launched a skincare thing with like a serum that costs 385 dollars yeah jared Jared leto has skincare now as well and brad pitt and and brad pitt and jared leto said something like i don't know what i'm talking about i don't really use skin cream but like but i mean he does have the face of a like what's his name who has the thing in the attic the portrait of the dorian dorian gray yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if Dorian, actually, I really fancied Dorian Gray in that. What was that horror? What was that horror TV show that was brilliant? Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. That was an excellent. Yeah. If anybody wants to watch it, Josh good. Hartnett, absolute babe. I'd like Josh Hartnett to listen to the podcast and hear me admiring him. I think he's married, unfortunately, but I mean, as I mean, so am I. I'd like all, I'd like poor Keanu Reeves to listen to the podcast. He <gasps> could get a bit of an ego boost after Matthew Perry insulting him. What? Matthew Perry and Sultan? Oh my God, did you not hear about this? Matthew Perry has released an autobiography, right? <laughs> Lol. I've read, I've read quite a lot of it and I read interviews with him and there was a picture which I will actually share with you that I thought, just does poor Matthew think he's posing? He looks entirely constipated in this picture. Well, there's a line in the book apparently where he says, it's just really tragic that people like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger are gone and somebody like Keanu Reeves still walks among us. <laughs> And I'm sure he thought I'm sure he thought he was being funny, right? But this has just not gone down well. Excuse me, sorry. Matthew Perry says that. You know, he said he spent nine million dollars on recovery. He looks wrecked. In fairness, God bless him. Like, don't do drugs, just, kids. His because looks are irrelevant. I mean, like when everybody else is out there looking like a oh, fresh-faced, botoxed snack. Yeah, he mm. looks haggard from all the drugs. 
I know. That's what, I, although I did think even while he was looking haggard, he obviously has a gorgeous looking house and pool in this picture. If this was his own home, I was like, God, for all of the trauma and the money spent, he's obviously still, I think it said they were earning a million dollars an episode. Per episode, at the, top, it? Yeah. At the peak yeah. of their fame. So like $9 million, he could probably go into recovery 20 times over. I wish that before Matthew Perry started doing drugs, he listened to this podcast, heard my voice saying, Matthew Perry, drugs are not for you. And then just gave me $9 million. Oh my God, I hear you. That's what or, I like. Yeah, I hear you. He also, I mean, yeah. God, but yeah, poor God, Keanu Reeves. I'd like Keanu Reeves to listen to the podcast to get a bit of an ego boost after that battering um, he got from Chandler Bing this week. Keanu, you poor thing. Don't listen Keanu to him. Keanu doesn't You're care. A very, what? You're a he doesn't care about Matthew tell- Perry. You're a desperately talented actor and your hair and your floppy fringe are better and floppier than Chandler's ever were. Oh my right? God. And John Wick, listen, a classic trilogy. A classic. Bill and Ted, classic. I don't think I've seen Point that. Break. What? I definitely haven't seen Point Break. Kim and I what? were going to watch Point Break the other day, but we decided to watch Risky Business instead. What is wrong with you? Yeah, Point, break, Point Break, classic. Don't tell me. You're probably going to tell me now you've never seen The Matrix. I have seen The Matrix. Which is actually, I should have seen Point Break and and Bill and Ted over The Matrix, but I've seen The Matrix. Possibly I've seen them all more than once. I haven't seen the new one. Did you see that one? What's it called with uh, Sandra Bullock where he's in the river house or whatever it's called? Speed? Desperate. What? <laughs> no, no, but I've seen, I've seen Speed. That's a great one. Good. Good. Glad for you. Yeah, Speed <laughs> I think I've good. seen Speed 2 and Speed 3, but he's not in those ones. I don't think he's only in the first one. I thought he was in two. Is she in two? Is he? I think she's in all of them. Oh. Maybe he's in two. I don't remember. And apparently they had a crush on each other back then, but they never acted I on know. it. I know. I wish they had. I know. See the moment. Seize the moment. We could have oh. the best Hollywood relationship. Why do I even care? Like, seriously. But like, Keanu, yes, if you're listening, great. If you're not, please listen. <laughs> if you're listening, you're doing a great job. I'd like Karen and Georgia, Georgia from My Favourite Murder to listen and then give us a mention on the podcast. And then everybody would listen to us and then we'd be millionaires. It's and we wouldn't need Chandler a, Bing's money. Rosemary, it's not about being a millionaire. I'd just like to be able to provide some, you know, insights and entertainment to more people across the globe. What insights have you ever provided <laughs> anyone? Actually, you know what? That's unfair. Some of your work episodes have been quite good. Jesus Christ. What about the one recently where I offered a lot of advice and then I said at the end, I said, just throw a fit. Everybody loves that <laughs> advice and insight. They did love that. I don't think that was your best work, to be honest. I don't it's think that was very popular. I was giving was, very serious advice. But Have just because things are popular doesn't mean they're good. Oh. That's true. I would like somebody from Simon and Schuster or Penguin Random House to listen to this My and God. think, think, oh, she's coming out with a memoir next year. Let's give her six figures to come out with a novel. The well, well, actually, not the following year. Let's give her six figures now to come out with a novel in ten years. That's what I'd like. Oh, well, I was about to say, I'd recommend if they are listening, if you are listening, I recommend you put very clear and distinct timelines on the progress. I like a long lead time. No, no, because you're still going to, if you think of you 10 years, you're going to do it on year nine, month 11. I recommend that they give you a very, very regimented schedule to follow. And they'd like half a chapter by Wednesday, another half by next Friday. You get a chapter. couldn't in do it small, in half chapters. You should do one chapter at a time. Fine. In small increments, you'd get it done. The problem is when you're faced with a full book, it takes you like a long time. If I just wanted like a short essay, you'd be great. You'd bang it out by midnight. It's That's 9.08 true. now yeah. to, be, to be exact. Yeah, I know. I was oh. thinking yesterday, if I actually sat down and wrote half a page of a book four days a week, 
I'd have quite a few pages by the end of the year. I'm not going to try and do that calculation right now. <laughs> Sorry, why did you make it so hard for yourself? Why didn't you I just say know. every day? Anyway, it'd, be, it'd be like basically 100 pages by the end of the year, which then I'm like, that's not really a that's book. Not a I need to do more than that. I need to do half a page every day, but like half a page feels like nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, as you're saying that, I'm like, you could do a whole page, but like, ha- have I done a whole page? No. Is yeah, that what I do every day? Page, no. You'd end up with like over 200 pages. There you go. In the year. Oh my God. Like, that's you know what? I w- you'd have a book. You know what I will say though? Speaking of productivity, I have finally updated our YouTube catalog. Every single episode of Not Without My Sister is now available on YouTube if you wish to listen to it on your browser while you're pretending to work. Great job, Rosemary. Thanks, Thanks for Beatrice. that. What? You don't appreciate. And you know, I just wrote down on my to-do list now, update the website. That's my job for next week. But I won't if you're going to be so ungrateful about it. I was, I literally said thanks a lot. I was serious. You sounded very sarcastic. You're not the first person to tell me that this week when I wasn't even being, well, actually, I I, I got mistaken as sarcasm. Somebody mistook, mistook my, my seriousness as sarcasm. And then when I threw some shady sarcasm across the table, nobody even got it. And I had like, I got like some very banal explanation given back to me. I was like, no, no, I I was joking. So annoying when that happens. I know. I think it's actually that our sarcastic voices and our normal voices are too similar. But that's the whole point. Like nobody's supposed to understand. Hey, I might as well have a flag that says, hey, this is sarcasm. I think in America, sometimes you could, one could, could do with a flag. A little like sarcasm, not sarcasm, sarcasm, you know, just yeah, a little bit of a visual aid. My God. Sorry, I'm not explaining for your it. benefit. I'm explaining for the listeners who can't see my Rosemary, face and my excellent gestures. I think our listeners understand what a flag is and they don't need you to actually act out a flag up and a flag down. We all got that. Thanks, so. Beatrice, Thanks that a lot. is very Pre- presumptuous of you. Some people have never seen flags. That's an incredibly privileged oh. point of view to have. Shut up. Okay. So who else would you like to who else would you like to listen to? Actually, you know who I would not like to listen to, who I've been slightly mortified? Your former English teacher. Why? Basically because it's because it's made me think I don't want any of my former teachers to listen. Why? I don't really know. I just find it I find it really makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know why. Like Well, I bet you've just managed to make a great swathe of our listeners feel uncomfortable. Good job, Rosemary. A great sway. They didn't have that many teachers. Yeah, but any teacher is now feeling judged by you. No, not because they're teachers, but because they were my teachers. No, no, you hate teachers. It's clear. I remember, <laughs> I remember a friend of mine being like, she was online dating and she was like, oh, I could never date him. I could never date a male teacher. Huh? Yeah, what's that about? <sighs> Who are your friends? I mean... I mean, that actually goes back to that post I shared on Instagram that's like, if your partner's fat phobic, so are you. If your oh. partner's racist, so are you. If your friends are like anti-male teachers, so are you. Oh. So maybe but I should No, Rosemary, that. you're not responsible for other people's actions. That's the other... I mean, you can't have it both ways. Now, I've now realized who you'd like to listen to this. Anybody who ever made fun of you, any of the girls in school who were mean to you, any... Well, that's anybody only like one person, ever... Beatrice. Oh, anybody who ever looked down their nose at you. Anybody who ever didn't want to date you. Anybody. That's t- also a tiny list. <laughs> I'm sure it is tiny. But anyway, <laughs> these tiny lists of people. Anybody who ever doubted you'd be a success in your life. Anybody who ever bullied you. Anybody who was ever mean to you. They could listen oh, no. and they could be like, she has made it. 
You no, I actually no, I'd hate them to listen because I feel like they'd be like, knew she wouldn't make it. Oh. You've made I don't it. Think I've made what, it. What does it mean to make it? You're happy? Are you happy? Let's go through the list. Are you happy? Yes. Do you have a baby? Oh, I do have well, he's practically a toddler now. I need another baby. Do you write occasionally? Excuse me, I write very regularly. I'm currently writing three pieces a week, minimum. I'm on a very excellent regular writing schedule. And since we got our babysitter, I'm feeling more productive than ever. Therefore, are you married? Beatrice, marriage is not a measure of success. Rosemary, neither is being a mother, but you jumped into that one feet first there as an answer. I was was waiting for you to say, that's not a measure of success. Well, that's because that was something that I really wanted. So I feel like, you know what? I felt like I had made it when I worked at the Irish Times. And the minute I stopped working at the Irish Times, all my dreams of making it faded into into the abyss. And I've never felt like I made it ever since. And that is a topic for another depressing day we could get into. Oh my God. Well, I started my career in Milan. Rosemary know, Milan. And then you went to Paris and you worked with John Galeon. You met Kylie Minogue and now look at you. <laughs> I know, and now I'm in for a win. I, I had made it too and now I've unmade it. I know, you were, you were at the same fashion show as Katie Price, a.k.a. Jordan. How the mighty have fallen. Thank you all so much for being here. We really appreciate our patrons more than we appreciate our other listeners, but don't tell them. What? Oh my God, is that it? I, do you know what? Yeah. Is that it? Beatrice, oh 31 God, minutes. We should move on. Such a bummer note to end on there. You better say something positive. I would, however, like all of my former editors at the Irish Times to listen to the, to listen to the podcast and think to themselves, she really had a lot more to say than we gave her credit for. <laughs> but I don't want them to listen to it and think she talks too much about herself. So, <laughs> Sure, they probably thought that way back when, in fairness. No, I know. They used to um, tell me that all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Listen. This piece that you wrote about this property for sale in Ballsbridge is good, but I don't need to know all these things about you. Are you serious? I'm thinking about colour, Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, Beatrice. yes, I am being serious. I know. Absolute gobber. I mean, same could be said for this podcast. The topic was great, but you made it all about you. Oh, it is all about you. It is, it all, is about, all about it's you. It's all about me. It's all. Thank you all so much for listening, for being here. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.